0: Tortoise. Hello, I'm Tominey and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, when Gary Lineker was asked to step back from presenting Match of the Day, it exposed the BBC's difficulties in achieving impartial
1: broadcasting. That's after a short break. Ready to pop the question? There are hopes of a resolution to the controversy surrounding Gary Lineker.
0: For over a week now, the country's national broadcaster has been in crisis mode. And it all started with a single tweet. Last week, the Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, posted a video of her explaining the government's new plans to stop migrants crossing the English Channel in small boats. Our asylum system has been overwhelmed.
1: Enough is enough.
0: We must stop the boats. Gary Lineker, the BBC's highest-paid presenter, tweeted a reply to that video.
1: He wrote... This is just an immeasurably cruel policy directed at the most vulnerable people in language that is not dissimilar to that used by Germany in the 30s.
0: With almost 9 million followers on Twitter, Gary Lineker's reference to Nazi Germany always risked generating a heated debate. The problem for the BBC was that his tweet gained so much attention particularly from angry Conservative politicians, including the Home Secretary herself and right-wing commentators. I think it's really disappointing. It diminishes the unspeakable tragedy. I wouldn't have said what he said. It put the spotlight on the BBC. And ultimately, the corporation decided that Gary Lineker's tweet was in breach of its impartiality guidelines for social media because he had attacked a political party. On Friday afternoon, the BBC announced Gary Lineker would not be hosting that Saturday's Match of the Day, something he's done since 1999. The gap widened again on Wednesday. Fellow Match of the Day pundits Alex Scott, Alan Shearer and Ian Wright said they wouldn't be taking part in the show. I'll tell you something, if they do, BBC Get Rid of Gary Lineker, I'm out, I'm gone, I'm not staying there. That was then followed by a near-blanket boycott from all sports reporters and presenters from national BBC TV and radio stations. The BBC tried and failed to fill the vacant spots. As a result, the BBC's Saturday sports schedules were ripped up last minute.
1: Saturday lunchtime on BBC One, now in a change to the schedule. It's Bargain Hunt. And
0: so, on Saturday night... The BBC's flagship sports offering, Match of the Day, was broadcast without pundits, interviews or commentators, without its famous theme tune or opening credits, and it only lasted for 20 minutes. On Sunday, the two sides held hours of crisis talks. The following day, it was agreed that Gary Lineker would return to present Match of the Day. He hasn't issued an apology or faced any sanctions, and the BBC has announced a review into its social media guidelines. It's been seen as a huge win for the presenter and a major embarrassment for the BBC. And it's now forced the BBC to confront a serious question. What does it mean for the national broadcaster to be impartial? The BBC is the most powerful newsroom in the country and paid for by the public. One of its main pillars is impartiality, Broadly speaking, this means if you're a journalist, then you have to leave your opinions at home. But what that means in practice for big-name broadcasters like Gary Lineker is unclear. He's a freelancer in sport. That means he has more freedom to express his own opinion, but under the BBC's guidelines, must still avoid bringing the BBC into disrepute. But he's not the only big star with a BBC show to have publicly expressed their political views. Dame Mary Berry has publicly criticised the government's sugar tax. Nadia Hussein called then Prime Minister Theresa May a monster for ordering an airstrike in Syria. And Richard Osman said he thought the Tories wanted to sell off the NHS. Alan Sugar from The Apprentice even gave a newspaper interview telling people to vote Conservative. He tweeted an image of former Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn sitting next to Adolf Hitler.
1: That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
0: Politicians from both the left and the right waded in on this debate, and there were serious questions as to whether the BBC bowed to political pressure from the Conservative government. This is Tim Davey, Director-General of the BBC.
1: I think people across the BBC, if you talk to them are all very passionate about our standing as an impartial broadcaster.
0: The key word there is impartial. This whole incident with Gary Lineker has come at an awkward time for the BBC, as it was already facing huge criticisms regarding the impartiality of its chairman, Richard Sharp.
1: Mr. Sharp facilitated an enormous £800,000 loan to Boris Johnson, the then Prime Minister. And it was Boris Johnson who appointed Richard Sharp as BBC chair.
0: Richard Sharp was a Conservative donor and a former boss of Prime Minister Rishi Sunak while at Goldman Sachs. The BBC Director General, Tim Davie said impartiality was his number one priority when he took the job. But in the 1990s, he was an active member of the Conservative Party. Tim Davey was questioned by BBC News on this issue.
1: There are many people and all they see here is a Conservative Director General and a Conservative Chairman bowing to pressure from Conservative MPs and the Conservative press. I can tell you, anyone who knows me knows that, yes, 30 years ago, some political involvement, but absolutely not affected by pressure from one party or the other. That is not how we work editorially in the BBC.
0: Gary Lineker might be back on TV, but this row shows just how difficult impartiality is for the BBC in a social media age. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and mixed by Rebecca Moore.